0: Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge, and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Small Business Survival Conversations. I'm here with Anna Steinfest, my colleague and partner.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And I'm Dr. Michael Troyer. And today we're going to talk about improving your presentations. Think how often you talk to other people. You're presenting to investors your ideas. You're talking to customers about why they should buy your product. You're talking to employees why they should work with you and work equally as hard as you do. How can you do all of this better? How can you make those informal presentations better, let alone the formal ones?
1: I know. uh, Michael, this is a huge challenge for a lot of business owners. Because we get scared or we talk all about features, not benefits. And sometimes we don't even know what is feature and what is, what is a benefit. So today we want to give you just tips from our perspective. How can you do it better? And number one, we suggest that you think about your audience. Think about what is it for them to listen to you. Why should they care? A lot of times, business owners, they make a huge mistake when they start talking about themselves and their business. Let me tell you something. The listener, whether it's the client or potential investor, they don't care. (laughs) They want to know how are you going to help them do their job better, or they have a pain point they want to solve. So...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it it what Anna's saying so well to me is that you have to first think about who is this audience and how are they different from other audiences I might talk to. When I said our our title our and the word presentations came up, I'm thinking, gee, do we do we even have a common understanding of what we mean by presentations? Am I thinking about you folks and understanding what we're really saying is when you need to talk to somebody else, and, and let's not use the big words then that 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 confound us, let's say when we want to talk to somebody else. How do we need to talk to them? Well, one, you don't want to talk down to them. Two, as An saying, you want to focus on, in our case, An and I know that we really want to help the micro business, the owner who's got three to 10 employees, let's say. And we need to wash out of all of our presentations that, that jargon, those acronyms, the, the, those terms that we like to throw around. What does CRM mean when we throw it out in a marketing presentation or a talk? What we really need is how to manage our customers in some kind of a software program so that we can figure out who they are and why they're buying from us. So we need to understand who our audience is. And we, Anna and I are always trying to help understand what terms you are going to struggle with if we don't break it down a little more finely so that you understand. And and that's always a challenge for us. We've got to get away from you.
1: I mean, when you're talking, talking to a banker should be a different than talking to potential customers. Like Michael said, I mean, what is it for me? Like the bankers, they want to hear numbers. They mm. want to hear how, why you're profitable. How are you profitable to lend you the money? Customers, they need to know how you will solve my problem. So Every time, think about what is it for me to listen to whatever you have to say. So think about your audience is extremely important. And I like what Michael was stating. It has to be simple. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, because we are so ingrained and we so know exactly the products or the services we are providing. So we throw jargons thinking that we will impress the audience. That's not happening.
0: Yep, yep, they shut they're shutting off.
1: Exactly. We're losing them right there, Michael. The,
0: the second point we want to make is that you need to figure out what your what your audience wants to learn from you. It's not what you're so good talking about. It's what they want to learn from you. So, you need to understand that audience uh so that you're really focused on on what they're listening for not what you want to necessarily say. I get enthusiastic about a topic and I run on about that topic, Uh, but I better know very well that that what I'm saying is something they wanna hear, not what I wanna say. Uh, And there's a real difference in that. Uh, So talk in words that they understand. Uh, Don't tell them everything you know about the topic. That's not-
1: Michael, we do that because we get nervous and we will wanna make sure that download all the words, all the information to our customers or whoever we're talking to and they get lost
0: yeah think about the worst a powerpoint presentation you have ever seen and you know that's somebody who put 25 words on each slide or 40 and you couldn't read them and then the person said a few words and you missed what they said because you were trying to read a powerpoint that's what we're asking you to avoid don't have too many words don't tell them things they don't need to know Figure out what they want to learn from you. So be short, as Anna keeps saying, be short and to the point. And then the last thing is to leave room for questions,
1: especially during presentation. And we have another trick uh, we shared that with past episodes, but we'll share it today. Is you walk into the room to make your sales presentation, you already they already allotted you, let's say, half an hour. And what you do is what you say at the beginning of your presentation. Thank you for being here. I know that we allotted 30 minutes or an hour, but I will take just 15 minutes of your time and make sure that you can present your product or service in 15 minutes. What does it why we are suggesting that is because when you talk about this audience and you tell them they're walking into this room and they in their head, they have some other tasks they have to do, for example, and they're thinking about already after this presentation, they know that this is a sale call, let's say they walk into the room and they're like, oh, now half an hour, or an hour, I have to listen to this sales call but guess what? When you tell them, I know it is allotted, but I will be done in 15 minutes in their brain. They will be attentive and say, Hey, I can handle 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So you brought, you know, that you brought their thoughts right now in 15 minutes and you have to make sure that you deliver. That's what, what Michael said is like, be short to the point and then live. For questions if they want to carry the conversation after the 30 minutes one hour they can but you got their attention for the first 15 minutes
0: and right along with what anna has just put in front of you that i think is is very important here is to be sure to ensure that they understand why they should care about your short and to the point presentation uh, that, that is, they're giving you their time. So, why should they? You need to reward their investment of that 30 minutes or that 15 minutes by giving them something that they care about. It's not about your excitement, it's about their excitement. How do you leave them excited? Think that through. That's really important. You need to transfer your passion to them somehow. So, you have to put it in their words. You have to position it within their lives, not yours. I get excited about what we what we offer. But I have to catch myself and say, no, no, the business person doesn't care what I'm excited about. They want to get excited about what I might do for them. If I've just talked about why I'm excited, I've missed the whole point of our being together with that other business.
1: And practice. We did not add ah, that. But the it. best thing is for you to practice. Because the first time, I guarantee you, it will not happen the way you want. But after that, make sure that you think back and say, what did they do wrong? How did they do it? And go back into the fire and do it again and again and again. And I promise you, with every time you make your presentation, it will be better and better and better. In the end, you will not have a problem walking into a room or talking to people and being simple right to the point very clear they will understand what exactly you do
0: about about two weeks ago we had a graduation of proteges from a program that anna and anna created and that we're very involved with and anna made a presentation and it was powerful and strong and it had all the things i want to see in a presentation anna how many times did you rehearse that
1: oh a lot People will think that, you know, I just went and I just breezed through it because public speaking is not one of, I mean, everyone is afraid. And I, this is learned skill for me and I'm learning every single time. It's 12 years in existence, this program. So every year will be better and better and better. So that's pretty much it. And I will start practicing like two, three months prior. Mm
0: -hmm. I will tell you, I will tell you that. Anna sounded like it was something she would just written down, uh, not too long before that graduation ceremony, because it came out that fresh and that passionate and that invigorating, and yet she had rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed. So understand, you sound fresh when you when you put the time into rehearse. She was she was great, and I'm yeah, I'm I'm biased, but she was great.
1: Oh no, Michael! Now I'm blushing for all <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but
0: it was rehearsal and preparation. That's what we want you to understand, that you need to ensure that they care when you're done. And I think that audience cared about what Anna, what Anna spoke to because she'd prepared so carefully to serve them. All right, so for that next time, you have to talk to somebody that's important to an investor, to a customer, to an employer, to a banker. Think about their audience and what, who they are, where they are in their lives. Ask what your audience needs to learn from you. Not what you want to tell them, but what they need to learn. They have a need that you're trying to serve. And finally, ensure that they understand why they should care. So get move your passion to them as a passion, if you do it right.
1: Thank you, everyone.
0: You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.